we'd like to welcome you back to part three of our current event and Bible study for April 9th, 2017. This just broke on Drudge. This is their main headline. Anymore, I have to you know, stop the, the teachings and, and scan the uh, current event horizon to see if there's anything more applicable I need to add in on a given study as the information is typically breaking so fast and there's so much of it. <clears throat> Russia and Iran pledge to hit back against further Syria strikes as they blast the U.S. for crossing red lines. So we're really seeing this delineation. We're really seeing... <clears throat> The battle lines drawn and countries coalescing into uh, allies, I guess, to one another. Uh, now you have Iran and Russia giving a mutual warning to the United States. The command center for the two countries and allied groups released a joint statement today saying they would respond to future breaches of red lines with force. Russia and Iran released a joint statement promising to respond to the U.S. aggression. The statement read, quote, What America waged in an aggression on Syria is a crossing of red lines. From now on, we will respond with force to any aggressor or any breach of red lines from whoever it is, and America knows our ability to respond well, end of quote. So, <clears throat> literally, literally, if Trump does one more thing like this, and he says he's got no problem doing it, we literally could be in World War III on our way to the tribulation. Now, I understand if that's God's will, that's God's will. We know that it's going to happen eventually. We know World War III, which is going to lead us into the tribulation period most likely, um, is going to happen. <clears throat> but wouldn't it be ironic if Trump was the one after we've had all of these wicked people, overtly wicked presidents in office, you know, from the Bushes to the Clintons, you know, to Bill Clinton to Obama, all of them, wouldn't it be ironic as if, as if Trump was the one that led us into the World War III, which is going to produce the Antichrist and false prophet that's most likely going to come as men of peace, or at least appear that way from the beginning? <clears throat> Iranian President Hassan Rouhani condemned the flagrant U.S. aggression on Syria, how he, how he said it, following the missile strike on a Syrian air base in response to a suspected chemical attack by the Syrian government on innocent civilians. The Iranian leader, a key ally of Syria's Bashar al-Assad, called yesterday for an impartial investigation into the chemical attack that killed at least 70 people. Uh, if they get that investigation, they're going to find out that the information is bogus. Obviously, we've already went over how bogus it is. And if that investigation ever comes about, you know that will be suppressed by the mainstream media. Next report. And it just gets worse and worse regarding Trump and his administration and his now his family members. Wagging the dog, Jared Kushner style. May Some may ask why I wanted Kushner gone. Simple. His main business partner is George Soros. Need I say more? Now, we've already talked in the previous study how <clears throat> Donald Trump is linked with George Soros. Now we're going to talk about his son-in-law, Jared Kushner. 
And this gets even worse. Anyone who has followed American foreign policy for any length of time is very familiar with the term wag the dog. And anyone who has followed President Trump's abandonment of his campaign pledge of not being the world's policeman is intimately familiar with the anti-American policies of Jared Kushner. The combination of the two have brought the U.S. to the brink of World War III against Russia, China, and North Korea. Now remember, the day before all this happened, the day before Trump ordered these missile strikes, Bannon stepped down and Kushner pretty much stepped in, and we're going to look at that. And that's probably no coincidence either. Um, Trump's daughter may not need a divorce, but Trump certainly does from Kushner, and it did not involve kicking Bannon to the curve. The wrong dog got kicked. Traitor Kushner needs to go. Already because of Kushner's influence, we have seen Trump lose the support of people like Paul Joseph Watson and Michael Savage, among other notables. Kushner is pure poison, and he is the straw that will stir the drink called World War III. The United States has a vested interest in protecting Israel, both from a geopolitical standpoint and a moral standpoint. However, that does not mean that we bend to every Israeli desire and allow their operatives, such as Kushner, to force the White House to pursue reckless policies which are not in the national security interest of the United States and in the interest and safety of the American people. Now, when we talk about Israeli desire, we're talking about the evil synagogue of Satan, Talmud-loving, Kabbalist, Illuminati, so-called synagogue of Satan Jews. That's who we're in reference to here. I'm not talking about just the Jews in general. So let's separate the two. Okay, um, <clears throat> we'll be talking about that more. The United States has a vet's... Um, okay, hold on, I already read that. Uh, okay, all things considered, Israel is an ally, but they are not our masters. And Kushner is a foreign operative who is working against the interests of the United States, and he is obviously having undue influence on President Trump. And for whatever reason, Trump has allowed himself to be manipulated into a war posture when it was not necessary. And this is stuff that Trump was tweeting about and screaming about like you know two to three years ago about how we don't need to be doing this regarding syria we in in they read you those tweets um and the uh in the one interview that i played those tweets were, were read so long as kushner remains in the white house <clears throat> i think unspoken opponents to the attacks in syria such as ron paul are in extreme danger i guess that means <clears throat> he thinks they're in danger of assassination i don't know i don't know how bad it's gonna get i mean michael savage i mean what he said was <laughs> you know if you see these people starting to be like if they start to all of a sudden die i mean man it's on it's it's <laughs> uh that is the that will be i, I don't know i want to say the ultimate red flag but i'll tell you if you start to see that, know that they're probably planning on rounding up the red list. If you start seeing alternative media go down and silenced and assassinated, and they're not going to come out and say, oh, well, he took a bullet in the head. They're going to say, oh, he died in something, he had a heart attack or something. Or They've got all these weapons that can simulate this stuff. But they'll just blatantly lie about it. You see, you see these people that are, are in the know 
and see now it's 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 even a smaller percentage because you've got all these people like the one guy said to call them the trumpets like the trumpets you've got the you, you you've got the democratic base and you've got the liberal base and you've got the millennials and you've got the black lives matter and you and you've got the, the 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 liberals and the muslims and these types of people and the razas and the illegal aliens and, and you've got a lot of them already in that other camp okay that are against trump that are against conservatives but now you've got a huge part of the conservative base that have been on board the quote trump train that are refusing to acknowledge that what trump did was evil and refusing to point it out what does that do it further isolates this very very now small percentage of america that is actually seeing clearly what is going on here like i said when i saw that thing in the drudge report where he had a 65 percent and went up to 66 percent approval on polling on drudge and those are the people that should be in the know those should be our people that should be much more educated than the average american i knew that was huge trouble if they stay in that mindset what it is going to do is is just absolutely segregate and divide those that actually are really looking at this clearly and they're going to be much more easy targets for the new world order because there's going to be less of us the ron pauls the michael savages these people that are actually um and then the other people in alternative media the ones that are looking at this clearly the ones that are presenting this narrative that i'm presenting to you today if these other people that have supported Trump do not get on board, they're going to turn against us. They may have already done that. I don't know. They may think Trump can do no wrong. Then they're going to go after the people really in the know. We're going to be isolated even more. I'm not saying God isn't bigger than all of that. I'm not scared about this. I'm just saying it's a very, very bad turn of events. Whereas if you had had Hillary in office... And I'm not saying I wanted her in office, okay? I beg God not for that to happen. She's pure evil. But had she been in, and had she done this, what Trump did, you wouldn't have this. You would still have the conservative base that would have supported Trump saying, no, Hillary's evil, look at her, look what she's done, no. Maybe you'd have a few that would have approved of it, but not 65%. Because most of the people that go up on, on the Drudge Report are not... Um, liberals that's not where they go to get their news they go to like the huffington post and cnn and all of the rachel maddow the lesbian rachel maddow these types of news outlets the mainstream ones that's where they get their their news from so i'm telling you this is not good i would pray about this pray that people get their eyes opened and um, if the alternative media that is pointing all of this out is demonized and cut off and assassinated, there will be no one left to point out the truth in this country. Not, not on any kind of large-scale basis like the alternative media has been able to do. It will be over, essentially. Maybe this was their plan all along. Maybe it was. I, I'm not saying it is. I'm saying maybe, though. It's sure looking like um, it may work out to their favor. And I mean Satan's favor. The way it's going. 
All right, let's go further here. Uh, so long as Kushner remains in the White House, I think outspoken opponents to the attacks on, in Syria, such as Ron Paul, are in extreme danger. Why do I believe this? Because I have two trusted, highly credible sources, and this is Dave Hodges, uh, that tell me that Kushner works for Mossad, he, and he does. We're going to prove that, okay? And that the Israel in Israel desperately wants war with Syria in order to eliminate the Syrian threat. Um, with Syria out of the way, the Iranian crisis from an Israeli perspective becomes more manageable, and this also reduces the threat of Israel being caught in a two-front war. Part of me empathizes with the viewpoints as Israeli lives under constant threat of annihilation. However, a war with Syria brings Russia into the equation, and things could spin out of control very, very quickly. Now, you could say, why would Israel want all this when, when they know that Russia would... You know what? The people at the top, like at the top of the food chain, like the Rothschilds, like the Rockefellers, who are, say they're Jews, who do they serve? They serve Satan. Do you really think they have any real love for their own people? I No, I don't believe that. They serve Satan. What does Satan want to do? Kill, steal, and destroy. If they're going to do their father's bidding, they don't care. They don't care about the annihilation of their own country. They don't. They care about doing Satan's will. And his will is for everybody to die. And the Jews would be at the top of his list. Because if he could wipe out the Jews, how, how could the book of Revelation be fulfilled in the tribulation period? How could that be? There's so many things that are dependent upon the Jews in the book of Revelation. I mean, they give down to the 12 tribes. Well, that's exactly why he tried to wipe out humanity prior to the flood. Genesis 6. Because if he could snuff out humanity and destroy the DNA, to, to, to corrupt the DNA of mankind, how could the rest of the, how could the prophecies be fulfilled? How could Jesus Christ come back to redeem mankind if all, if all humanity would have been wiped out at the flood? He almost pulled it off. Save Noah and the eight people on the ark. They basically had to hit the reset button and the animals on the ark. So it's similar to that. Uh, going further. However, a war with Syria brings Russia into the equation. Things could spin out of control very quickly. Therefore, both my sources and I believe that a war in Syria is not in our country's best interest. I've been saying that for ever since it happened. I mean, ever since we've had this, these problems there. And if we go to war, we are following the dictates of the globalists and their neocon minions. They have been trying to pull us into war there for a long time now. It's one of the last domino pieces that has to fall in the Middle East in order to get World War III kicked off. Let's go further. Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, this is not, this is not uh, a rumor, this is true. He owns, and we're going to see he owned it, and now he got, and supposedly it was transferred out of his name into his brother's name, in order to have not have any conflicts of interest. Just like Trump divested himself of his business interests in order to become president. Okay. Well, he owned 666 Fifth Avenue, the building at 666 Fifth Avenue in New York City. 
that houses Lucent, a.k.a. Lucifer technology, which I've reported on over and over. Their symbol is the, basically the snake eating its own tail. Lucent technology, which stands for Lucifer, which is the company dedicated to making the implantable RFID chips, which will probably end up being the mark of the beast. Yeah, so it only gets funner and funner in this study. I know that wasn't proper English, but... Yeah, gooder and gooder, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. The Kushner companies purchased in 2007 the 666 Fifth Avenue, a aluminum-clad office tower in Midtown Manhattan. If you watch the video, you can literally see where they walk in to the 666 building, and it says six. Six, six, in big, they look like brass letters to me. In black brass numbers, I'm sorry. Right at the front when you go in. On three sides. Six, six, six. Yep. He purchased it in 2007 for a record price of $1.8 billion. And it's considered a classic example of reckless underwriting. Now... So many times, these companies, as I've reported in the past, will buy these locations and pay whatever price they say, literally because of the number on the building. I, I know there was a guy in, uh, that did a tour in the Prophecy Club, and he had a whole, he had a whole, like, his whole talk was about that. Was on, on how there are certain companies that will buy properties at certain locations, literally because of the 666 address. Because to an occultist, that is a big deal. That may mean the difference between Satan's blessing and them not getting the blessing for that wicked business venture they're going to go into. So they purchased this for a record price of $1.8 billion, which was considered a classic example of reckless underwriting. The transaction was so highly leveraged that the cash flow from the rents amounted to only 65% of the debt service. So it was a horrible on paper investment but then again when you got guys like rockefeller and the rothschilds who can literally literally print money out of thin air who have funded you okay who are behind you you don't really worry if they tell you to do it you don't really worry about the venture failing because they've got their pockets are beyond deep they're almost like infinite when you can print it out of thin air it's kind of infinite you do as you're told Wait, it gets better. Jared Kushner's purchasing of the 666 Fifth Avenue building in New York City. Now, remember, this is Trump's son-in-law that's married to his daughter, Ivanka. Jared Kushner. Who is a Jew. Who is a, as we're going to see, I believe a Sabbatean, I don't know. He's, he's in the Kabbalah. He's in a very, very, very hardcore Kabbalist sect of the Jews. Again, this is not about demonizing the Jews. We know in the book of Zechariah that according to the tribulation, near the end of the tribulation, that the Bible says that God is going to try the Jews that are basically in Israel, and he is going to bring them through the fire and try them as silver is tried, and one-third of them are going to be saved, according to the book of Zechariah. And they're going to look upon whom the one they have pierced, meaning Jesus Christ, and they're going to mourn for him, 
as one would mourn for their only begotten son, meaning they're finally, the Jews are finally collectively going to get their eyes open after 2,000 years and realize what they did at the cross when the Jews collectively cried out and said, crucify Jesus, give us Barabbas the murderer, let Jesus' blood be upon us and our children, which literally cursed their whole lineage up until now. That's why the Bible says that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles come in. I've done whole teachings on this. Just key in affliction Jews. You'll see it biblical, the reason, biblical reason for the affliction of the Jews. It's not against the Jews. It's not against the Jews at all. I'm stating biblical facts. I take a balanced look. I hopefully at all biblical subjects. Okay, so I'm not like Hagee that says that the Jews don't even be saved because of the blood that runs through their veins and ethnic salvation is what he believes in. They're all saved just because they're Jews. And I'm also not going to be like Tex Mars and blame them for, for all the wickedness and evil in the world and, and say the Jews are behind everything. You know what? When it comes down to it, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of moving parts in the, in the New World Order. There's a lot of moving parts in the Illuminati. Are a majority of the Illuminati families, quote, of the Jewish lineage yeah yeah they are the Rothschilds being at the top you got the Rockefellers and, and others okay but does that mean they're the only source what about the Pope what about the Catholic Church okay there's a lot of people who believe they're responsible just for everything and then there's a lot of people who believe this or that or this or that you know what it's a big satanic effort and there's a lot of moving parts there's a lot of different organizations in Satan's kingdom and they're all doing their part and some of them are higher ranking than others and some of them play a bigger part than others, obviously. But I'm not going to just blame it on one part. I'm going to take... Okay, let's look at the big picture here. So, <laughs> Jared Kushner's purchasing of the 666 Fifth Avenue building in New York City in connection to Lucent Technologies, a RFID chip manufacturer. These are implantable radio frequency identifier chips They could be essentially this could literally be the mark of the beast that they're building is a is very disturbing this connection his brother joshua kushner owns two health companies one named oscar um these startups are listed under the health insurance options under the obamacare one of these companies missions is to microchip their clients this is all too weird given jared kushner's role in foreign policy and the revising of obamacare now this is a this is a video from a guy that i believe would be one of those guys that would blame the jews for everything okay but he has some good points to make so i'm going to i'm going to just play selective clips of this particular interview here found um jared kushner his son-in-law of Donald Trump is uh, now owner of the building in New York um, on Fifth Avenue. That's uh, the, the address is six six six, and um, housed in this building is a company. Uh, now he, he's showing headlines in the background it's literally a live cnn feed that says son-in-law trump's son-in-law jared kushner to tackle the middle east peace negotiations and primarily his role with israel you're going to see he's linked to mossad israel and we're going to be looking at that in depth 
okay? Uh, very, very, very disturbing connections. Technology that is now basically turned to no turned into Nokia. Um, but they're working on the FRID chip. He means RFID, not FRID. RFID, radio frequency identifier. So when you see FRID, just understand he's saying it the wrong way. Isn't it interesting that the FRID chip is being developed in a building? The address is 666. Now, it used to be the big number 666 used to be on the outside of the building. They recently... So now there's all these videos out saying that Jared Kushner is the Antichrist. He's the Damon Omen 2 of the Omen. He is... I mean, I'm looking at these videos. 666, I'm convinced Jared Kushner is the Antichrist. April. Okay, well, he's going to have to trace his lineage back, which he might be able to do. Okay, because I got into this before, the whole thing about the Antichrist question. Everybody was saying Obama was the Antichrist for years and years and years. He's the Antichrist. He, I'm like, how is that possible? Because if the Jew, for the Jews to accept him as their coming awaited Messiah, which would be prerequisite to the whole temple being built and him being given permission to go into the temple at the abomination of desolation, at the midpoint of the tribulation, to defile it, to proclaim himself God, they would have to be convinced that he had that messianic bloodline there where he could trace his lineage back to King David. Did a whole, oh man, it's like a 10 or 11, 12 part teaching on this. Just can't antichrist at contendingfortruth.com. Maybe he could pull that off. But remember, when the antichrist comes, he's going to come, I really also believe, with a very, very big religious bent to him. And he's going to most likely come with all signs and line wonders and miracles. I don't think it's just going to be something where it's some obscure son-in-law of Trump that all of a sudden rises to preeminence and all of a sudden starts doing miracles and wonders. I think he's going to come on the scene like that. I don't think it's just going to be, well, he was some little insignificant guy, and now look at him, look, he's the Antichrist, okay? Uh, he'd have, I'll say this, though, he'd have a better shot from a acceptance standpoint of the jews of becoming the antichrist as regarding to their awaited messiah than obama ever would they would never accept obama obama could not trace his lineage back like that they're not going to accept him because of his and i, I mean i don't mean to say this to be prejudiced but because of his skin color alone him being half black and half white they're not going to accept him i did i've done whole teachings on this See, there's a lot of biblical parameters that people totally ignore when it comes to people saying, oh, he's going to be the Antichrist. Oh, really? Have you looked at what the parameters are for being the Antichrist? There's a lot of things you got to fill, fulfill in the Bible. Old Testament, in order for the Jews to accept you alone, not to mention the other religions of the world. So I'm, that's what I got into in that teaching. Have changed that to Citigroup because Citigroup has most of the building. But here is a young man that's about to be a part of the administration, the Trump administration. Okay, here is a literal picture. It's two minutes in exactly, and it is showing the front of this building, and it has, the, I guess it is polished aluminum, but it almost looks brass. 666, 666, and then I'm sure it's 666 on the other, other side. There's three 666s jutting out from the building in big numbers i mean they look to be 
a foot and a half tall, each six. And they're not trying to hide it. And he owns a building with 666. And the FRID chip is being developed in this building. We know that's going to be the mark of the beast, folks. There's no question about it. We know that's part of the beast system that's being set up. Jared Kushner is a Jew, without question is connected to Zionism, along with Donald Trump. Ivanka is now a converted Jew. And she's also converted to his religion, and we're going to talk about that later, because it's just one thing to say you're a converted Jew. It's another thing to say what sect of Judaism religiously are you practicing. That's very important here. We're going, to, we're going to learn more about that, I believe, in the, the, the next clip or the one after that. All the Trump sons uh, are married to Jewish women, and his daughter... Well, obviously his youngest son isn't. Uh, Tiffany is uh, dating a Jewish man. Isn't it... I mean, do you think this is all a coincidence, people? Can you see how, like the scripture says, they call themselves Jews, but they're not? They are the synagogue of Satan. They are not Jews. So we are seeing the development of this mark of the beast right before our eyes being developed in a building that is marked 666. And, and in this building uh, houses Lucid Technologies, the tech company rumored to be behind the anti-Messiah RFID chip. Antichrist is really what... I mean, I'm sure it's good real estate property as far as making a profit and as far as an investment. So lucent, if you look at the word lucent, uh, giving off light, shining, translucent or clear, Lucifer is the light bearer, okay? So that's, you know, that's basically what his name means. So this is where they drive the word lucent technologies. But who in their right mind is going to buy a building with that address? Unless... Here they're showing Lucent's uh, unless logo. The snake eating its own tail. more sinister behind it all. Make the things that make communications work. Jared Kushner is now inside his company headquarters with his parents for their regular Tuesday business meeting. So this is some type of news report. He's saying he's in there with his parents for, for his regular meeting. Just like the Trumps, this is very much a family affair. It's all about loyalty and sticking together. Tonight, Jared Kushner's appointment as a senior advisor to the president is also drawing controversy because he's married to Trump's daughter, Ivanka. Transition team officials say they do not believe anti-nepotism laws apply to presidential advisors. Kushner is pledging to take no salary and give up his management roles at his own family's billion-dollar real estate empire and the newspaper he owns. His lawyer tells CNN... So he's really given up, supposedly, a whole bunch of stuff. Even saying he's worked for no salary in order to get this position in, in the Trump administration. 
he'll also sell off a significant number of his assets, including this flagship building in Manhattan, to his brother or to a family trust. And it's literally the 666 building. They're showing the 666 as they're saying this, and this is a CNN feed. I mean, and the, the caption here is, this is one of the headquarters, if not the headquarters, of the Alcatel-Lucent uh, Corporation who has set up the worldwide network for reading the RFID implant as well as developing, or d producing the RFID implant, as well as developing the chip itself. The brother of Jared Kushner, Joshua Kushner, is the key. He was the one that I believe he transferred the ownership to in order so that there wouldn't be any conflict of interest with him being this presidential, his, his role as presidential advisor and the role he's in now. Trolled by his mother, including this flagship building in Manhattan, to his brother or to a family trust controlled by his mother, to his brother, to his brother or to a family trust. So they're saying that over again. Controlled by his mother. The family members will still benefit from the decisions he makes in the White House. And on the other end of this is what happens when he leaves government office. Are they then going to give his, him his interests back? It's not really divesting himself of this. It's not separating himself from his financial interests. Ethics watchdogs question whether he can fully cut himself off from having a financial stake in government decisions. Hi, I'm Lena Rao. We're here at the Rock Health CEO Summit at the Wharton School. Here so this is Joshua Kushner she's interviewing. He is an IT entrepreneur. This is Jared Kushner's brother. He transferred the 666 building into his name. Okay, um, He's an IT entrepreneur. He has, Yet he has started a business in healthcare as well, one being a company called Thrive slash Honor, which does convalescent home care for the elderly with, with people like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's patients who are already being microchipped. The other is a health insurance company offered via Obamacare called Oscar. In San Francisco, and I'm joined by Josh Kushner, founder of Thrive Capital and also founder of Oscar, a really, really exciting um, insurance startup that we're going to be talking about a little bit. Thanks so much for joining us here. Thank you for having me. Uh, so <clears throat> I'm so interested on why you actually founded an insurance company, because it's definitely not the norm for the startup world of the Instagrams and Facebooks and Twitters? Sure, yeah. Um, so uh, my background, as you just said, is uh, primarily investing in consumer internet-oriented businesses. Um, the reason uh, why Kevin, Mario, and I started a health insurance company is uh, primarily because I had this experience where I opened my health insurance bill one day and realized that I had absolutely no idea what it meant. So. So the caption here is, this is a lie. He started this company as a front man set up by his crooked ex-con father who along with the other elite Rothschilds um, controls Donald Trump. And again, we look at the last video. That's kind of hard to argue. That's why I put the information that I'm presenting to you in the order that I've presented it to you today. So there, he's saying Josh and Jared are merely front men for the Kabbalist agenda. Um, and they're making a pretty good case for this. And I run a growing business. So uh, that's all I'm going to point on, on, on that particular clip. Now, let's go even further with this. Okay, so now we've really gotten some unbelievably disconcerting, troubling news. 
Let's go further. This is entitled Enemies Within the Trump Administration. Now remember, Mossad is the Institute for Intelligence and Special Operations and is the natural National Intelligence Agency of Israel. And they're connected with a lot of really, really bad, covert stuff. Okay, and they're saying Jared Kushner is integrally, is basically a Mossad agent. Now, let's go ahead and play this. And here you're going to hear um, uh, Ted Brower, who I don't agree with everything T Ted Brower says, but man, some of the stuff he's he's got out there, the guy is brilliant. And um, he, he, you know, he, he also kind of leans toward this new age bent. He said some things that, you know, like we live in holographic whatever and stuff like that that I do not agree with, but... Uh, I tell you, the guy does does his homework, and he is brilliant in, in regard to a lot of things. This is a Dave Hodges, Ted Brewer interview that just recently happened. And, man, is there some bombshell stuff in this particular interview. He straight called out Jared Kushner, which we're going to talk about in just a few minutes. He's That's Ted Brewer. The first person that broke that story on Kushner in his, in his involvement with George Soros, and yes, I said that correctly, with a $256 million loan with a, a huge development that he, they put together, Cadre. So they, Jared Kushner has taken a $250 million loan from George Soros. So now you see a gigantic connection between Kushner and George Soros. We already presented the link between George Soros and Trump, the link between the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers and Trump. I mean, this is really looking really seriously super bad. So, you know, we've got a lot of people swimming in the swimming pool with, with you know, with, with, with Trump that are really kind of like great white sharks that are looking for a meal, and Trump really can't get out of the pool because he's in the middle of this mess with these guys. And so I think he's treading water trying to stay alive. In the and, and again, I don't know. I mean, after all I've already heard in this particular study, I really don't know if I buy that. I really don't know if I buy the whole giving Trump a pass and he's just trying to tread water and he's innocent and all this and he just made bad cabinet choices and he doesn't know what he's doing. Come on. Really? After all that we've already heard about his affiliations with the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers going all the way back into like the 80s? How he's got all of his sons, you know, married into probably Kabbalist Jewish type of bloodlines and how ivanka is married to this jared kushner who is a kabbalist he's going to talk about what literal sect of judaism is. i mean i i don't know man it it's it's very it's becoming increasingly harder for me to think trump is innocent in all of this and that he might be the actual he might be, be going along with with what he's being told to do but somewhat of a mastermind of it as well i mean he can't be how could he be that stupid how could he be that naive because that's the only other alternative. Middle of this mess, because I don't think he knew he was going to win the presidency. I, I believe that with all my heart. Hillary already had fireworks scheduled for the night of the election. She canceled those when all the information was released on all the, all the soul cooking parties and all the other stuff that Podesta and those guys were involved with. And I believe that all of her prayers were answered. And that Hillary Clinton was not allowed to go into the White House. And I agree with that. I do agree with that. But again... Just like the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers finance both sides of World War II, and how they will typically finance in one way, shape, or form both sides of almost every major war, because they're making money, because they're getting human sacrifices for, from the war machine, and they view those as human sacrifices to Lucifer, was Trump plan B? That's all I'm saying. 
it's increasingly looking like that is the case. The problem is Trump has over 20 CFR members in the White House and in the cabinets and in his positions that he's appointed. Over 20, more, more CFR members than Barack Obama had. Okay, how could that be by accident? Council on Foreign Relations, we, have, we, we already talked about that in the previous video. Well, Trump's just, he, golly, gee whiz, he just didn't know. He didn't know. He, he just he pointed all these CFR members who were basically like working for Lucifer's agenda. And he didn't know. It was just, man, I just messed up. I'm sorry. Come on. Really? Now, if you don't, or if you aren't familiar with the CFR, it's the, the Council on Foreign Relations. It was originally started right after World War One with the League of Nations, tied directly into the Balfour Declaration, tied directly in to the Treaty of Versailles, tried, tied directly in to Woodrow Wilson, and the globalists wanting to run the planet for the sake of the planet. In other words, the top people running the planet, kind of like a corporation, and running it as a business. And these are the people that Trump has put back into the White House in greater numbers than Barack Obama did and into his administration, into his cabinets. And it's something that just needs to be avoided. We don't need any CFR members. And Chuck Baldwin pointed this out in one of the articles he had written about why it never seems to get any different in the White House because of the appointment of CFR members. And, of course, we also have the Federal Society. And Chuck Baldwin got kicked off of, I believe he said, News with Views. That was a part of the interview I'm not even playing. I'm trying to keep this as short as I can. But, yeah, Chuck Baldwin gets kicked off because he starts saying anything against Trump. What? Really? Even though it can, even though it can be verified and vetted? No, 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 no. No. You, you, you're either with Trump or you're against him. And I really do think this is going to... I think that a lot of this is pride. People will say they will stick with Trump now no matter what happens... Just from the standpoint, they will not be able to admit they've been duped. Am I glad Trump's in there as opposed to Hillary? Absolutely. 100%. We would probably already have all alternative media already gone had Hillary been in. That was one of her first orders of business, and she said it. Okay? So I'm not saying that I wanted Hillary in there. I'm never going to say that. But I just have this really bad feeling that the people in the know, the people that are actually putting out the truth now about Trump are going to be ultra-demonized and ultra-scrutinized. And now we're more isolated than ever. Whereas opposed to when we were all on the Trump train together, there were so many of us, it was hard to... But now the same people, the majority of the people on the Trump train are going to turn against us and say, oh no, no, you're wrong. What, you want all those kids gassed in Syria? What kind of monster are you? They're just looking at whatever the lamestream media, prostitute media lies are that they're presented. So now all of a sudden we can trust CNN, I guess, as long as Trump's in office and as long as Trump is for it. No, 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 never. Never do that. Let Satan get an advantage of you, for we are not ignorant of his devices. So, I was hoping I wasn't going to have to do this broadcast, but it's becoming more and more painfully obvious to me what's going on here. I think you're seeing the big picture here. And, and unfortunately, you know, this seems to be the case. 
that was started by Newt Gingrich back in the 90s, which really helped to point a lot of judges into key positions like these guys that are being put in the positions right now that are continuing going against Trump and his executive orders. And Trump has found that he basically is in a situation where he is now beginning to realize, like Bill Clinton said, when he was asked about the UFOs and disclosure, he said that he realized that there was a government inside the government of which he didn't control. He said that in a news conference. Dave remembers it, and so do I. I do and remember Yep, and what's interesting about this is Trump now realizes that, too. After Roswell and the OSS became the, uh, the CIA, we had a deep state developed because of the Exchange Stability Fund that was funded through the Treasury being taken over by the Rothschild banking cartel in 1934. You can do the research on that. There's a little series of videos you can watch on the Exchange Stability Fund that goes into detail on all of this stuff. All of these things are being orchestrated by this satanic crime cabal family uh, they're known as Sabbatean Kabbalists. They, uh, they basically worship Lucifer, and they're trying to bring him out of the pit and resurrect him back out of the pit and make the planet as bad as they possibly can to bring, to resurrect the race of Satan out of the pit to rule. So this would be literally, as the Bible refers to, in the book of Revelation, they call themselves Jews, but they are the synagogue of Satan. Okay, the Sabbatean Kabbalists. This sect of, of Judaism that, that goes by the Kabbalah and, and the Talmud. I mean, the Talmud, I just can't Talmud in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. I mean, it says such blasphemous things about Jesus Christ that I cannot repeat them on air. I don't even want them to come out of my lips. They're so bad, what it says. They hate Jesus Christ so much, I don't know any other religion on the planet that hates it more than a Kabbalist that's going by the Talmud. I, I don't know of any religion on the planet that hates Jesus Christ more. This is who we're in reference to here when we're in reference to Jared Kushner and the people that he is associated with and the people that control him. Planet, and you think I'm kidding, I'm not. These Kabbalists practice this stuff and they basically worship these fallen angels and these entities. And the sad part about this is Kushner is a member of the Shabbat sect of Judaism that teach the Kabbalah. Now, I'm not saying that he's Kabbalist. How I'm does, not uh, let me ask you, Ted, how does Shabbat compare to the, shall we say, the mainstream of Judaism? It's a sect. I mean, let, me, let, me let me use a fist bump. I'm glad you asked me, Dave, because I pulled up some stuff here. And what's the thing about it is, let me just tell you, this is, a, this is an article from Macau, who's a Jewish fellow. I've interviewed Macau before on the Hagma show, a really nice guy. And he basically uh, says the Shabbat people are like the extreme sect of Judaism that believe that they're the only people that really are going to get saved are the the Jews, that's what he believes, and then they believe that very, very strongly, and the problem is they work with Israeli intelligence, according to Henry McCow, in criminal and intelligence operations, and they promote a supremacist ideology that encourages Zionists to do whatever they want to do. It was founded in the 18th... And they would view anyone outside of that sect, especially anyone outside the uh, Jewish race, as goyim. Uh, which is kind of like how a Muslim would view an, a, a non-believer in Israel as a, like a, an infidel, and I know there's a better term for that uh, in, in Islam, but basically like subhuman um, cattle that need to be either enslaved or killed off. That is what their religious tenets would, would teach at the highest levels of whether it's the most radical elements of the Kabbalah, the Sabbatine Kabbalism, this sect of Judaism or or Islam, 
Okay, they all it all ends up going back to to that, and that gives them the justification to kill off, you know, masses and masses of people without really any conscience about what they're doing, or manipulate them, or destroy them, or sicken them, or whatever they're doing to a given population. Century Russia. Shabbat is a branch of Hasidic Judaism, a form of Orthodox Judaism that promotes Jewish mysticism as a path to the Enlightenment, including the study of the Kabbalah. Which is, which is just extremely high-level witchcraft. So this is who these guys are. They've been known to work with the Mossad for years and years and years, and they have tremendous amount of influence all across the globe. In fact, one article, let me read you this from this is that they have a credential. I'm reading from, directly from Henry McCow's website. He says, Shabbat is a criminal organization with ties to Mossad. Shabbat houses, houses provide safe houses and storefronts for Israeli intelligence and criminal activity, which includes everything from terrorism to money laundering to drug running and to prostitution, which ties directly into the mafia, the Vatican, and the CIA. This, we all know this from the, the one book, Operation Gladio. And for instance, in March of 1989, U.S. law enforcement rounded up a criminal network in Seattle, Los Angeles, New Jersey, Colombia, and Israel that involved Shabab House that was involved in money laundering and currency violation. Wayne Madsen, a reporter, writes that in Bangkok itself, Israeli military pilots and drivers who stay at the Shabab House, they're trained Thai army commandos, divers, and pilots who are fighting a Muslim secessionist movement along the southern border with Malaysia. The Bangkok police have long suspected this place is a center for the Israeli mafia and drugs. And now this goes on. You go into the website, you can read all this stuff. And now Henry, Henry Cow is a brilliant, brilliant man. I've had him on before. I've questioned a lot of the things that he said first. You can do the same thing, and you can go ahead and vet all of these statistics yourself. Now, I'm not saying that Judaism is bad. I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying that all Jews are involved in this. It's simply not the truth. Most Jews have no idea what's even going on with the one world government or the Rothschilds or anything else. They're just trying to earn a living, trying to be good citizens, trying to do what they need to do. It's just a sect of these guys, these 17 Kabbalists that were basically brought together from the Druidic worship. Now we could do a whole background all the way back to Genesis chapter 6 if you'd like, Dave. But what happened is they ended up getting together again in the 16th century with a guy named the same as Sabbatain Levi, Zivi, who said that he was the Jewish Messiah, and he was a practicing of this, and he was a Satanist, and he later converted to Muslimism, became a Muslim. And then about 100 years later, Jacob Frank said he was the resurrected, reincarnated, you know, Sabbatain Zivi, and he basically brought this whole sect back up into power again, and they worked with the uh, hidden societies and the people they call them the Illuminati back in the 1700s when they actually, you know, really, we knew they existed then. We now they have other names. And he basically worked with these guys to bring in the Rothschild family, which is the banking cartel, and which are also Luciferians. And so the, all these guys are... See how this is all interconnected? I mean, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, a thing is established. We've heard different viewpoints from totally different people that are unrelated today and they're all basically saying the same stuff or they're pointing us all in the same direction and and i wish i had better news to present to you today regarding the subject with trump with kushner with this potential world war three scenario but man it's not looking good i i wish i could present you more positive information but boy boy this is Hard to overcome this level of confirmation. Working together to overthrow the world and bring in a one-world Luciferian government, which is what the Bible says is going to happen. So any of us who think this is not what's supposed to happen, this is what the Bible says is going to happen. So if that were the case, if they're working together to overthrow 
the current old world order and bring us into the new world order where they're, they're working to bring us out of the age of pisces into the dawning of the age of aquarius as the one so famous song says which is what their goal is they know that it's most likely going to have to go through syria and israel there's talk there's you know biblical prophecies about damascus being destroyed and in i mean it's already half destroyed but uh you know, you could you could relate that to this particular subject as well, and they know if they could kick off World War III through Syria, and it looks like there's a very good chance of that happening, then they can bring about Lucifer's plan. Going to happen, and that's and that. This is what Donald Trump is finding himself fighting against. But now here's his brother, his son-in-law, who's in the Shabad, in the sect that studies the Kabbalah, and he's in bed with George Soros with a 256 million dollar. And Ivanka has converted to this same religion he's in. ...with Cadre, you know, for development, and Jared Kushner himself, and you guys can look this up, the Kushner Foundation gave $342,000 to Shabbat, period. This is, this is what's uh, crazy is, about is, all of it. Let me be clear on this. Shabbat is satanic. In, in no, it's a do. sect of Judaism that's ultra-orthodoxic Jews. I'm not even saying that everybody okay, is Shabbat. Okay, all right, so you're going to stop short no. of that. I'm not going to say that. I'm, I'm going to say Shabbat is a, it's a sect have, of Judaism. It sure sounds satanic to me. It's a stream, extreme fringe of Hasidic Judaism that, that believes in world domination and that they're superior and they're the only ones going to heaven and, and, and they're yoked up with the Rothschilds and the Kabbalah. And I mean, come on. Yeah, that's satanic. He's not going that far. I will go that far. And guaranteed, if Kushner is part of this, he's not some low-level lackey in the group like a second-degree Freemason that doesn't really know what's going on in the 30th, 32nd, 33rd degrees. Come on. He's not. He's, he's, he's at the top of the food chain. That works with a Mossad who believes in the supremacy of Zionism. They believe in that. And they believe in the and they and they basically believe in the supremacy of the Jews, and which a lot of Orthodox Jews. That's not that's that's, that's not Shabbat. That's a lot of them feel the same way. But the Kushner Foundation had had gave three hundred forty-two thousand to Shabbat, and that's basically their synagogue they go to. In fact, this is another article from Judy Maltz, and she said it may seem odd for a modern Orthodox Jewish family to build a Shabbat synagogue, but Ivana Trump and her husband Jared Kushner are quite already quite invested in the ultra Orthodox outreach movement, or to be more precise, their parents are. And remember, Jared Kushner's father was put in prison for fraud. We know all that, and they're 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 a huge, huge, huge developer. And I, you can read this article. It's from uh, Kushner Foundation. Gives three hundred forty-two thousand to Shabbat by Judy Maltz, M-A-L-T-Z. And you can read it. It's, it's just and it's not being negative about it. But it's just what they did. And I remember I started talking to a friend of mine who's a TV evangelist, and I told him about the information that I had, which is it's got multiple sources on all of this stuff. And he basically told me it was fake news. And I'm like, it's fake news that these guys are Shabbat? And he goes, yes. I said, okay, why did they give the money to the foundation? He goes, I don't know, it's all fake news, it's all a lie. I said, it's... So see, he, he's a trumpet, the guy he's in reference to. He, it doesn't matter what you show him. Because Trump was God's man, and he therefore, no matter what Trump does, it's of God now. No, cursed be the man that trusteth in man that maketh flesh his arm, whose heart departed from the Lord. If Trump is not producing good fruit, we're to look at the we're to always look at the fruit of people. Okay, what type of fruit are they producing? Trump is starting to produce some really, really rotten fruit overtly. 
Okay, and I, I, I'm sorry, but he is. And this is why, you know, you just don't blindly follow people and blindly put your faith in, in, in that because that, that, will, that will always turn out typically to be a disaster. Ted, let, let me weigh in on this because here, here's how I look at this. I'm less concerned about the extremism of a religion until it manifests in action. And I don't have this information, but as you said, if it links into the Mossad, the Mossad is as dirty, if not more so, than the CIA. And, of course, I'm going to get the, here come the emails, you're anti-Semitic. No, I just know my history. And, the, and that's why I've prefaced so many things today, to, to make you understand that I'm not anti-Semitic. Okay, we're going to be looking at that after this, okay? I am against the synagogue of Satan. And the synagogue of Satan is what essentially controls Israel. And to a large part, controls the, the upper levels of the Illuminati, who answer directly to Satan. Okay, so that's not my fault. That's a fact. Okay, but I'm not going to blame all the Jews on their actions. So it's important, I believe, to separate that. And, and again, we're going to look take a quick biblical look at this in a second when this is all done. Jewish people are no more the Netanyahu government than we were the Obama government. That's right. And, right. That's and right. when God says that Jews are the chosen people, I accept that as a matter of doctrine. But there's a difference. Okay, now, here, here's the thing, though. The Jews the chosen people, what does that mean? Does that mean that all Jews go to heaven and, and you don't have to whatever? Is that... Now, if you think, and I'll just do this now, if you think God is done with the Jews, just read Romans 11. Okay? Just read Romans 11. It says right there, he is not done with the Jews. He is, And he cautions Christians that are saved to boast against them. He cautions them, lest you also be cut off like they were. Lest you also be blinded like they were. Because they rejected their Messiah when he came the first time. This is very easy to figure out biblically what's going on here. So we don't boast against them. We don't glory that the Jews are blinded in part until the fullness of the Gentile come in. We don't, no, 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 no. You don't do that at all. Okay, that's a very bad thing to do. But the Bible also says in Galatians 3.26 through 29, it says, For ye are all children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. All children of God. Black, white, green, whatever. I'm not green because that would imply you're an alien. Okay, humans are all children of God by faith in Jesus Christ. Saved Christians, okay? No matter what your race or ethnicity type of thing. For as many of you has been baptized into Christ, have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free, there is neither male nor female, for you're all one in Christ Jesus. And if ye be Christ, then ye are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Abraham was basically the father of the Jews, the Jewish races. That's where it started. Okay, so if ye be Christ, if you're a saved Christian, you're Abraham's seed. That's how God views you. Like we're grafted in, like the Bible talks about, 
in Romans 11 that we are we are grafted in. In fact, I probably should read that so you can understand kind of what I'm talking about here. Okay, so let me just say this now. Um, Romans 11:14. If by any means I may provoke to emulation them, meaning the Jews, which are my flesh and might save some of them, meaning this is Paul talking about his own race. He might provoke them to almost jealousy that some of them might be saved and have their eyes open because at this point the 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 um the blindness in part had been happening to the Jews. Okay, and the emphasis was moving more to the Gentiles. Why? Because the Jews had rejected their Savior, Jesus Christ. Okay, so then it says, For if the casting away of them, meaning the Jewish race in general, not all of them, but if the casting away of them be the reconciling of the world, meaning the, rec- the world meaning the Gentiles, we're reconciled to Christ. Okay, what shall the receiving of them be but life from the dead? For if the first fruit be holy, the lump is also holy. And if the root be holy, so are the branches. And if some of the branches be broken off, now they're talking about the Jews now that have been blinded and have rejected Christ. If some of the branches be broken off, those are the branches, okay? They rejected Christ. And thou, being a wild olive tree, this is a Gentile, this is a non-Jew, we're a wild olive tree, were graft in among them, meaning you grafted in. You can, you know, how you can graft trees together. Well, we are the wild olive tree. A Gentile who is saved is a wild olive tree grafted in to the the original olive tree. That's how. That's the analogy being used here. Okay. Okay, so if some of the branches be broken off, and thou being a wild olive tree, were grafted among them, and with them partakest of the root and fatness of the olive tree, boast not against the branches. Meaning we do not boast against the branches that were broken off. The Jews that have been blinded, the Jews that rejected Jesus Christ. And, and that's the time period he's, he's writing in, because they were literally living at that time period he wrote this. The original Jews that had originally rejected Jesus Christ essentially at the cross, and even before that. Um, Boast not against the branches, but if thou boast, thou bearest not the root, but the root thee. Thou wilt say then, the branches were broken off, that I might be grafted in. That's, oh, that's horrible to say that. Meaning, you'd say to God, oh, you broke off, you you blinded the Jews, so I would get saved, God. That's what he's, no, 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 you do not say that. Okay, don't even think that. Um, next verse, verse 20. Well, because of unbelief, they were broken off. They had no faith. They had no faith that, that he was the awaited Savior, their awaited Messiah. They, 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 they begged for them to give them Barabbas, the murderer, and crucify Jesus. And then they said, let Jesus' blood be upon us and our children, which literally cursed them to this day, their, their lineage to a certain extent. Not to say no Jews can get saved, but blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentile come in. This is when the thing started moving over to the emphasis on the Gentiles. I mean, who are the majority of people in the world today that are saved? Gentiles. Okay? There hasn't been a mass awakening of the Jews yet, but there will be in the tribulation. When 
they're brought through the fire, as silver is tried through the fire, as the book of Zechariah says, and one-third of them will go through the fire, two-thirds of them will die, but one-third of them will go through the fire, and they'll have their eyes open, and they're going to look upon the one they pierced, meaning Jesus Christ, and mourn for him as one that mourns for their only begotten son. That's when they're collectively, that one-third will get their eyes opened. It's not going to happen in the tribulation, in near the end of the tribulation. According to the word of God, I've done many, many studies on this. Okay, so then it goes on to say, for if God spared not the natural branches, meaning the Jews, remember, the Bible says he came to his own and his own received him not. Jesus Christ came to his own, he came as a Jew, okay, and his own received him not. Collectively, they rejected him. Obviously, like the apostles and, and, and Mary and his, you know, these types of people didn't, re didn't reject him, okay? But collectively, the Jewish race did. So, for if God spared not the natural branches, take heed lest he, lest he also spare not thee, meaning you do not boast against them. Just because they were, they were those branches were broken off in unbelief, you don't boast against that. You don't take you don't take pride in that. Like, oh, I'm so special. God saved me. He didn't save the, these Jews. Uh-uh. No, no, no. Behold, therefore, the goodness and the severity of God on them which fell severity, meaning the Jews that rejected Him, but toward thee, goodness, if thou continue in His goodness, otherwise thou shalt also be cut off. Well, I thought that that you just had to pray that one prayer a long time ago and when well, I was a little kid and I can just go live like the devil. And that's not what the Bible says. You know? Does that mean we earn our way to heaven? No, but there is fruit that should follow salvation conversion. And the Bible does say, they that endure to the end, the same shall be saved. Enter in at the straight gate. You know, narrow is the way to life eternal and few there be that find it continue thou in well-doing there's all these bible verses that say you know you strive and you continue and, and you you know you keep going you don't give up on god in other words but it says otherwise thou shalt also be cut off that doesn't sound good to me and they also, if they abide not still in unbelief, shall be grafted in. Meaning, if the Jews who had rejected Jesus at the time uh, all of a sudden changed their mind and accepted Christ, they shall be grafted in to the wild, to, to the to the natural tree. For God is able to graft them in again. Meaning, He would give them another chance. For if thou were cut off of the of the olive tree, which is wild by nature, and were grafted in contrary to nature into the good olive tree, how much more shall these, which be the natural branches, meaning the Jews, which meaning that you know he came to his own and his own received him not, be grafted in under their own olive tree? For I would not, brethren, that ye should that ye should I would for I would not, brethren, that ye should be ignorant of this mystery lest you should be wise in your own conceits, lest, in other words, lest pride fill you. That blindness in part, in part, that doesn't mean that, what that means is that Jews can be saved, but it's only going to be probably a very small part, and that's basically what we see. Blindness in part is happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles come in. 
And I believe we're, we're nearing that point very quickly. And then it says, and so all Israel shall be saved. The one-third that is left, the two-thirds will be killed, but the one-third that is left that is brought through the fire as silver is tried in, the, in a furnace, that is going to be all of the Israel that's left. And that is the part when it says all Israel shall be saved. And then all Israel shall be saved, as it is written, there shall come out of Sion the deliverer, and shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. And for this is my covenant unto them, when I shall take away their sins, as concerning the gospel, they are enemies for your sake. So currently, the normal Jew, who let's say, has a horrible opinion of Jesus Christ, which would be kind of normal, as concerning the gospel, they are enemies for your sakes. But it's touching the election, the election of the saints. They are beloved for the Father's sake. This is why you don't boast against them. Okay? For the gifts and callings of God are without repentance. For as in times past have not believed in God, yet now have obtained mercy through their unbelief. Even so these also now not believe that through your mercy they may obtain mercy. For God hath concluded them all in unbelief that he might have mercy upon us all. Oh, the depth and the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments in his ways past finding out. Um, so anyway, hopefully that explains that to you. So, so I can clarify that point. All right, let's go back to, um, let's go back to the, the audio at this point between Jewish people and their government. And Netanyahu is a criminal. He's under investigation for criminal behavior on multiple fronts. And uh, I, I mentioned this the other day, and oh, here come the anti-Semitic comments, and I'm tired of it. APAC lobbies our Congress, and we're worried about the Russians and phony charges of election tampering. What APAC is doing is illegal. It is illegal for foreign entities to lobby our government. You know, do we have laws or don't we? And if it wasn't a Jewish-based organization, everybody else would be screaming from the rafters. And I'm concerned with Israel because Israel, you know, first of all, number one, I'll say this. We should defend Israel. I have absolutely no qualms with that. I support that, and I always have. But I want to make sure that Israel is not going to go out and engage in Syria and get us involved in a war with Russia that's not necessary. And that's my big concern. And where I come to be concerned with Kushner, I could care less if he's Jewish or Muslim or Chinese and a Buddhist. I could care less. What really bothers me about him, Ted, and let me make this last point, and I'll have you comment, is his association with George Soros. Me too, buddy. That's where I want him gone. I want him gone because he's a Soros ally, not because he's Jewish. That's right. No, I, no, Dave, you're 100% right. I feel the exact same way. If it wasn't for his relationship with Soros, I wouldn't have brought the rest of this up. But though I do find it interesting that Shabbat's been linked to Israeli intelligence, the Mossad, and he's a part of that. Now, I'm not going to go any so further than that. he could be a spy? Could he be that. a spy, Ted? They, who knows? I mean, these guys I mean, These guys go so deep undercover. Who knows who in the world these are? All I know is this. He has the president's ear. He's the right-hand man of the president of the United States, and his wife, Ivanka, is now getting a White House office. I mean, I mean, you know, what did, what, did, what did Kushner say the other day? He said that he wanted the United States, I'm paraphrasing this, to be run like a corporation 
you know, for the, for the, benefit, for the benefit of the stockholders, et cetera. But, you know, of course, the corporation is not – we're not part of the shareholders on this corporation. And so this is, this is what – this is – in fact, if you listen to the show I did with Chuck Baldwin on Wednesday of last week on my archives, you can go to healthmasters.com and you can pull up the archives on the show last week with me and Chuck Baldwin. He's on for the first half an hour. He breaks all of the stuff down on this, and it's only him, me, you, and Sheila now that have really – and has talked about any of this stuff. Because here's the thing, guys. I don't care if Trump's son-in-law is Jewish. I, Jewish, I could care less. It's like Dave said. I don't care whatever he is. I'm just pointing out the Shabbat thing because of the tie to the to the Mossad. I'm also tying it to the to the to the uh, because of the Kabbalah, because of what that stuff teaches. That's a, that's a messed up stuff. And I'm also tying it together because of Soros. I mean, the most important thing here is that tie-in with George Soros. Why in the world did Cadre Development borrow $256 million from George Soros and part of Jared Kushner's thing? I mean, is that He's not even getting into all the other stuff I've already covered regarding the 666 building and the Lucid Technologies being in there and, and, the, and the ties in with the implantable microchip and then Trump's ties with the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers going way back into the 80s. He's not even getting into that. You start putting all this stuff together, and again, it just looks really, really uh, bad. You might not realize that's a problem, and that tells you how corrupt the mainstream media is, Dave. They haven't reported on any of this stuff, because George Soros is their man. George Soros is their man. And remember this, too, now. Now he's brought Gutlieb in to head of the FDA. Now, I thought he was against Big Pharma, Trump. was When he was doing the whole, whole thing beforehand, he was talking about how he was against Big Pharma, against all these drugs, against all of this stuff. Now he brings in this guy named Gottlieb. Let me tell you about Gottlieb. Gottlieb is an interesting character. Dr. Scott loves Gottlieb. He's, he's basically promising to rescue himself from more than, to recuse himself from more than 20 companies he is involved with as far as promoting their pharmaceutical products if he becomes the head of the Food and Drug Administration. Really? Really? Gutley made the promise after his relationship with pharmaceutical corporation became a concern to those who opposed his nomination to the FDA. In a letter, the ethics head of the Department of Health and Human Services, Gutley promised to recuse himself from the companies. He's also a physician who... So here's yet one more appointment Trump's made that is beyond red flags, beyond evil. And at what point do we finally say no? Trump knows exactly what he's doing. He's doing this on purpose. He may be being guided by the satanic minions that control him and maybe you could even say deep down he doesn't want this for the country but he may not you know it may be again payback for you know going way way back into the 80s with the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers he may be in a position where you know they may have all kind of compromising information on him that they say you know which is typical for high-level politics they say you know Follow the game plan here. This will come out and you will be gone as the president. So either way, it's horrible and it's just one more horrific appointment that Trump's making. Was the deputy commissioner of the FDA from 2005 to 2007 under Bush. We know how corrupt Bush was. He currently sits on the board of several small biopharma companies and advises GlaxoSmithKline, the sixth largest pharmaceutical company in the world, Gottlieb also works for venture capital fund New Enterprise Associates and is the managing director of the investment banking firm TR Winston & Company. 
and he has earned millions of dollars as an executive and in speaking fees and consulting fees from the pharmaceutical industry. Here we go again, the revolving door of the FDA, and now he wants to streamline the drug approval process to allow his companies that he represents to be able to get their drugs to market much more quickly. Guys, listen to me. We've got enough drugs. We've got enough. We've got way too many drugs. We've got statin drugs that are out there poisoning people, causing liver damage, causing heart disease, causing hardening of the arteries, causing kidney failure, causing your brain to go to mush. We've got that going on already now. We've got diabetes drugs like metformin that cause pancreatic cancer, one of the side effects of that little gem. We've got all of these drugs that can be done from a natural standpoint. Almost every, almost every single case, natural approaches can correct all of these conditions without the use of drugs. If you go to my website, you can read about all of that with all the stuff that I've written and the stuff that we've researched. But, guys, we don't need more drugs streamlined. We've already got natural cancer treatment cures that we saw with Katie Curry. Katie, your, your, your ex-co-host, Dave, she worked with that doctor in Colorado and didn't do any chemotherapy or any radiation and was completely cured of breast cancer. I mean, there's natural ways to treat all of this stuff without the use of drugs, without the use of chemotherapy, without the use of radiation, without the use of all of this stuff. Same thing with high blood pressure. It's easy to correct. Same thing with high cholesterol. It's easy to correct by changing your diet and lifestyle choices. But they don't want you to do that. They want you to get, get you an expensive pharmaceutical drug and push the drugs, push the drugs, and push the drugs. And here's the guy from the FDA. Which caused more side effects, which makes you take more drugs and gums up your liver and ultimately you become a surgical candidate. And that's the whole key, keep you all locked in. And then the vaccines set you up for that as well because they sicken you and they cause all kind of things in the body to happen. And now with the foreign DNA and the vaccines and things of this nature, it's literally affecting your DNA and it's corrupting your DNA. And, and I'm going to do a study here. I've been trying to get to it. I got so much new information on the vaccines. I mean, it is so sinister and evil and dark regarding the vaccine agenda. I mean, it is just beyond comprehension at this point. And I, I need, I really am trying to get to that study, but with so much breaking information on a weekly basis or by, or every two weeks, it's it's been tough to, to get to everything, but I, I hope I hope to get to that in the near future. He didn't pick somebody like Dr. McColl or me or somebody else who could go in there and say, hey, wait a minute, we're not going to go ahead and continue with these drugs and promoting all these drugs. He picked an FDA drug insider from all of these different corporations to put in the nomination for the head of the FDA. Dave, it's ridiculous. He's got all of these CFR guys in there. Now he wants to put this guy in there. I mean, he, wasn't, he, he must not think it's a swamp. He must think it's a hot tub, and they're all bathing together. I mean, this is a mess. What do you think, Dave? Yeah, but again, if, it, if it's a hot tub that they're all bathing together, that means they're all buddy-buddies. That means that he knows exactly what he's doing. But yet, collectively, the people that have you know, voted for Trump and got him into office and, and the th people that have supported him have given him all of these free passes along the way and when he has messed up and it's it's come out well they're like well you know he you know he didn't know or this or that I, I don't I don't I am getting to the point where I do not believe that anymore I think he knows exactly what he's doing at this point and, and it seems as though he's doing everything he can do to um, sabotage the country no I think you're absolutely right uh, I have grave concerns from Pence on down Doug and I talked about Madison the first hour. Yep. In his ridiculous comment regarding Muslims, uh, it, it just I don't know what to think at this point. I think Trump is surrounded, overwhelmed, and I think he's trying to make deals to get through and survive. I, well, I don't I, think he was insincere when he ran for president. I believe what he said. I believe he still stands for it. 
I think he's done some good things, but his choices of who he's putting around him couldn't be worse. No, they couldn't be worse. I mean, these are all globalist CFR guys. He's running this thing as if, you know, he wants to bring us into the new world order as quickly as possible. Yeah, exactly. I'd say that kind of sums up, and I hate to say it, this whole teaching today. He's running this like he's wanting to bring us into the new world order as quickly as possible. Obamacare didn't get fixed. That just got, you know, they kicked the can or whatever down the road. Is anything really going to get fixed, I wonder? We plunge into war, World War III, all this other, all these other issues, these platforms that he ran on, oh, that's out the door. We're probably under martial law. All this other stuff is superfluous. It's not even, it's not even part of the campaign strategy anymore because it's like life or death now. So, again, I wish I had better news, but unfortunately, uh, I, I don't. Now, let's go ahead and um, round this out. And I, I know I'm way over time on this part, but this is where I'm going to just end after these. So, it's no coincidence Pentagon attacks Syria after Bannon's removal from the National Security Council. It's no accident that the Pentagon launched an unprecedented airstrike against Damascus hours after President Donald Trump removed the White House Chief Strategist Steve Bannon from the National Security Council. Cornell Clayton, director of the Thomas S. Foley Institute of Public Policy and Public Service at Washington State University, asserted this. He said, quote, I suspect that Bannon's anxiousness about being on the council, in the Principals Committee in particular, was to shape the messaging of U.S. foreign policy towards a more nationalistic perspective, meaning we don't stick our nose in everybody else's business. Clayton noted, saying, this trend has most likely been reversed after the reshuffle. For instance, we see the strike yesterday in Syria that something Bannon would have been very much opposed to, and yet he's out literally the day before it happens. I don't think it is a coincidence that Bannon was removed, and you see that kind of internationalist policy decision being made right after he was removed. And now Kushner's in. Satan incarnate, Jared Kushner, his son-in-law, who we've already looked at in depth. The, the, the uh, National Security Council reshuffle, which took place Wednesday, also saw General Joseph Dunford, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, and Dan Coates, National Director of Intelligence, being reinstated to the Principals Committee, while Homeland Security Advisor Tom Barsart was demoted. And it just seems like all of, these, all of this reshuffling, all of these people being purged from trump's cabinet is always 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 moving in the wrong direction the people that they're they're putting in there are always much worse than the people they're replacing and that was i mean was it all by design before all of this happened i don't know was it that trump got in office and he had good intentions and he tried to put some people in that you know he thought were good and then he got pressure from the quote powers that be to say no they gotta go I don't know, but it's sure not looking good. Sure looking real bad. Here's another thing that I haven't even mentioned. Um, update. North uh, Trump, North Korea options include nukes in the South and Kim Jong-il assassination. 
the National Security Council, <laughs> which is now the one that Bannon got kicked off and Kushner's in, has presented President Donald Trump with the options to respond to North Korea's nuclear program, including putting the American nukes in South Korea and or killing dictator Kim, Kim Jong-un, multiple top-ranking intelligence and military officials told NBC News. Both scenarios are part of the accelerated review of North Korea's policy prepared in advance of Trump's meeting with President Jing, Xi Jinping this week. The White House hopes the Chinese will do more to influence Pyongyang through its diplomacy and enhanced solutions, but if that fails and North Korea continues its development of nuclear weapons, there are other, other options on the table that would significantly alter U.S. policy. Now here's an update to that. A U.S. Navy strike group will be moving toward the western Pacific Ocean near the Korean Peninsula as a show of force. A U.S. official told Reuters on Saturday, that was just yesterday, as concerns grow about North Korea advancing, uh, advancing weapons program. The destroyers and the cruisers that are being sent are equipped with the Aegis missile defense systems that can shoot down ballistic missiles like North Korea has been testing. So we got North Korea scenario ramping up. I covered that in depth in the last teaching I did. We've obviously got the, the situation in Syria. We've got more people that seem to be good people being purged out of Trump's administration or purged out of key positions. We've got Jared Kushner, which seems to be like Damon Omen II, you know, Satan incarnate, now being moved into more and more higher level roles, particularly regarding the Middle East and, and what's all going on there with, with uh, and now with the National Security Council. And now, I mean, man, Everything in the Trump administration that I can see right now is moving in the wrong direction. Is moving in a very, very ominous, satanic direction. I hope I've made the case for that properly today. I hope I've presented enough of a case for that. I don't really know what more. I could come out next week and maybe have a whole new battery of information confirming what we're talking about today. But I think you've probably heard enough to at least get you... Um, praying about this and potentially educating other people i told i i said this before regarding trump i'm not going to give the guy a free pass he gets in office he starts doing evil stuff he starts making horrible decisions i'm going to call him out on it and i'm doing it and so this is the situation we find ourselves in and like i said the whole thing about turning america around and this and that you know, I just don't see a lot of Bible for it. I don't see a lot of Bible for us going into some kind of golden age where, you know, I, I see the Antichrist and false prophet arise. I see World War III from a biblical standpoint. That's what I'm seeing on the horizon. And now this is more, much more starting to look like that scenario we're looking at. I hope I'm wrong. I think we should pray about it. If you feel so led fast about it, educate other people about it. If you haven't made your, um, if you want to, um, like, let's say you're thinking about um, buttoning up your preps, now would be a good time to do it. Um, if you have bug out locations, things of this nature, it may be something that you want to really try to put the finishing touches on a lot of your preparations for things that could potentially be coming. You know, that's what a, a watchman does is, is there they're here to warn and that's what i'm here to do and, and i'm telling you what i'm seeing and it's not just me saying it it's a lot of other experts regarding this particular subject are saying pretty much the same stuff 
So I'll go ahead and uh, close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day and this time you've given us. Lord, I, I do thank you for letting us come together again, God, and to explore these things. I, I pray that we would take this information to heart, Lord. And a lot of people, I believe, are going to be, I, I think a lot of people, Lord, are going to be shattered by this information, these revelations regarding Trump. But Lord, you said in your word not to put your trust in man. And that you look at the, fr the, the fruit of a tree, Lord. And that's what I attempted to do today. And I wish I had better information to report, Lord. But, I mean, if I'm wrong, show me, Lord. But the information seems to be absolutely overwhelming regarding this particular subject. And I know in your word you always preserve a remnant, Lord. And, and, and I just pray that you bless your remnant, that you bless the innocent, that you deliver the Christians, Lord, that are being persecuted worldwide, especially in, in, in Syria, Lord, and, and elsewhere where they're being persecuted, and especially with these new policies, Lord. If Assad's taken out, God, how the Christians will be persecuted there. I just pray to God for your divine intervention, Lord. I pray to God for your divine intervention, for their protection. I pray you bless the remnant. I pray to God you give us wisdom, Lord God, knowledge and understanding of these current events and that we would do exactly what you would have us do that we would act exactly as you would have us act that you would make a way where there seems to be no way that you would open the doors no man can shut and shut the doors no man can open that would be very very obvious to your remnant what we should do and that you would use us mightily god for your glory and that through us you would lead many people to the lord jesus christ I pray you forgive us for any and all sins we have committed as we forgive those who have sinned against us and that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer, and that you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults that they would not have dominion over us and that we would hear the voice of the Holy Spirit clearly, Lord, and that the voice of another we would not follow. And we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.